Hello and welcome to another episode of the Eunice Ajim Show. I'm your host and we have a very quick topic which is, I think I'm going to say the proper way and then I'll say the Nigeria way, like how to build a company ethically. <laughs> That's the proper way and the Nigeria way is how to catch fraudsters. <laughs> Oh man, um, to be honest, as venture capitalists, and I think it's a big risk that a lot of people have fear of. In fact, um, I'm going to start by saying that the press, the African press, is actually kidding us more than they know, right? Like, they're very quick into publishing bad news. And I do my best to share as much positivity, as much great things that are happening on the African continent. I think we have enough bad press and enough bad news already. I have to put it out there first, right? Like, I think the African, especially the ones that are really focused on like sharing press around startup ecosystem, they should maybe learn, do a better job at like, showing really good use cases yeah successful companies not always a fundraising race right like great reasons why we should invest in more african companies like different ways we should get more of african investors we have billionaires in africa some that we don't even know of we all know of the big of the big guys but we don't know of the smaller people how they can also get involved investing in african startups that has nothing to do with real estate you know what i mean i like the, the typical physical businesses that they know but we also have bad apples right and one of the biggest reasons why we do so much due diligence as vcs um is because we are trying to like remove all the bad apples but we are not perfect like as an investor there's only so much you can ask a founder especially at the earliest stage of the company i'm a pre-seed investor so typically when a company comes to me again one of my requirements is that you have to be doing five to ten thousand a monthly recurring revenue for me to even like look at your company but it's also possible that somebody might say oh i know eunice I know that's what she sings all the time. I'm going to go out and, I mean, we're Africans. You can easily go and like falsify bank statements and put the five to 10,000 in monthly recurring revenue and then show it to your investors. And sometimes it can be very difficult to like sniff. But there are a few times that I've been able to like capture it, right? Like there are a few times, like in fact, like earlier this year, there was a founder, we had a great conversation we met in person at a location that I'm not going to talk because they will probably know I'm talking about them. Um, we met at this specific location. I was already reviewing the company for a while, right? But I knew the numbers did not add up. I knew they were overpraising the company. What people tend to forget is that I was born and raised on the continent. So I know when you're telling me something, I can tell like, okay, I don't know if the market is as big or if you actually have that much traction anyway we speak to them and out of nowhere their numbers have quadrupled. right they went from doing something around the likes of three to five thousand dollars from our last conversation to like now doing something around thirty-five thousand to fifty thousand a month recurring revenue in the span of like a few months 
and I get excited and I'm like, wow, like that's really awesome. Like I've seen a lot of improvement. Um, but then I come back, I go back to the US and I say, send me your data room. In the data room, as a founder, you're supposed to have that checklist that you're supposed to have, right? They say file for your pitch deck and your marketing material. They say file for your financial projections and your actuals. In fact, in those data rooms, I like to see bank statements. At least send me a few bank statements. You're saying that you've done a little bit of revenue. Let me see those transactions. And then there's so many other things like legal, like why you incorporated. Is your company incorporated in the US? And like, let me see the Nigerian uh, company. Is it the parallel, uh, the link? There's so many things that goes into like researching that. But then I started by realizing, like, I started seeing like a lot of like misled information when he sent me the data room and like there are like three files in there right there's the pitch deck and just like maybe the legal document and i have to chase him like why your financial projections i don't need it to be perfect just send me something so i understand how big the market is send me your actuals and he sends me a, pre- a spreadsheet that you know like has weird numbers in there it doesn't add up he's paying himself and his co-founder hefty salaries um, at a very early stage, barely raised a million, and you're already like paying yourself a few thousand dollars a month um, living in Nigeria. Like, there were just like a lot of things. I'm looking at your revenue, like, things just skyrocketed here, and then you're telling me no, it's transaction volumes, and then here it's like, and I do all of the math, and it doesn't make sense. And I ask more information, and then he's hesitant. This is just to give you an example of like a lot of the times there's some that are really good and some that are really bad. This particular founder was really bad at being a fraudster and I was capable of detecting it early on. But then there are also people that are really good, right, that will actually go above and beyond to give you the wrong information. Um, and it's unfortunate because for those ones, what they don't realize is that they might be fraudsters, right? they might fake their numbers, they might fake their users. But one day, eventually, like we will find out. But it only like it honestly just messes you up because you will almost never raise VC funding again from any investors because we will know that you use that money the wrong way. We all saw some of the crazy news that came out recently about founders paying themselves fifty thousand dollars a month in Nigeria, right? And eight million disappearing here and there. Do you guys really think those funders will be able to raise money again? They need to go and look for another kind of business, but it will not be VC money. So it's not like I think I'm all about like doing business ethically. Even me in my personal career, like I've had to interact with people that wanted to like do things. And I said like literally even this year, I lost over $35,000 in a business endeavor that I, I got it with somebody that I trusted and realized that they were doing iffy stuff and decided to like cut it short, let it go. I'm losing the money, but at least I know I'm getting out of it clean. And sometimes you have to be willing to say, this is not okay. This is not the type of life that I want to live. Again, I'm not, I'm pretty much saying that there's no way that just, they just like, you always have bad apples, right? And again, keeping in mind that high number of companies that fail, just know that like the founder that does that is hurting them. They might live off where right now, but we've also seen a lot of the use cases in the US because I don't invest unless you have a Delaware company. I don't invest unless, right, you're legally stable in the US. So if you fraud me, you also have US implications that are involved, right? Um, And there are just so many things that 
founders need to like be very careful when they're doing those kind of things because now you're not just dealing with the Nigerian government, you're also dealing with the US government. Either way. That is all I can say. It's just like I we hope for the best. We do as much due diligence as we possibly can. We look at everything. Which is why I don't recommend like investors that are not necessarily experienced in the startup space to just jump and invest themselves. They should probably go through like funds like us or go through syndications. Because we typically do a lot of the things that I spoke about. Like we look into your numbers, we look into your legal, we look into your data room. Um, sometimes I'll even call people on in your network. Like I've had opportunities where I call your employees, I call your, your other investors. I'm a patient investor, so sometimes I'll even wait three months, see how you communicate with your investors. Do you send me monthly updates? Do you send quarterly updates? Right? Like do you, do you take my money and I never hear from you again? All of these different things to like help preserve that from happening. But again, that just people that. They're trying to fix their own problem, which is poverty, right? And unfortunate, unfor- the unfortunate happen irregardless of how much work you do on the back end. Um, this is not the kind of podcast that I like to record because I always like to be positive around the African continent, but also like sometimes a lot of these conversations need to happen. All right, until next time, I hope you are living the best version of your African dream. Have a blessed day.